Hi, and welcome to Getting Biblical, the show where I drink too much and talk about my favorite Bible stories. At least that's normally what the show is about. Uh, of course, I am Matt Smith, your host, and thank you for joining us on this first ever, first annual, special edition Christmas episode. <laughs> We've decided to switch things up a little bit, and I'm going to forego the drinking and dedicate this episode to the time of year, the holidays, the, the Christmas spirit is upon us, uh, just a couple days away. Uh, actually, when this drops, it should be Christmas Eve tomorrow, and then Christmas the day after that, so... If you listen to this late, then it will feel really out of sync with everything, but who cares? <laughs> um, I really, With all the commercialization of the holiday and everything and Santa Claus and all that crap, I uh, wanted to kind of take everything back to its roots, and, supposedly, and talk about the actual story of the birth of Jesus, you know, baby Jesus himself and everything that surrounds it. The story itself gets really oversimplified, I think, in a lot of ways, where it, uh, everyone, I think, is familiar with, oh, the baby in the manger, you know, the nativity scene and all that stuff. But there's a lot more fun stuff that happens uh, right before and then after his actual birth. The actual, the whole, you know, the the there's no room in the inn and all that kind of stuff is actually like one little paragraph in the whole story it's very minor and yet we've blown it up to be this whole big story you know embellishing so much of it if you ever watch Nestor the long-eared donkey you'll know exactly what I'm talking about but the the rest of the story is, is actually pretty cool itself and I wanted to kind of just go over it so we're also going to switch things up a little bit. Instead of my normal retelling, you know, recanting of the stories, I'm just going to read it straight up. Uh, I've kind of, how do I put it, uh, to find the story of, of Jesus' birth is a little bit difficult because it's chopped up and there's different kind of counts of it in different Gospels. So I've put together a version that I like that I, I think covers a lot of fun stuff uh again both before his birth and then a little bit afterwards and uh, this mostly comes from the books of Matthew and Luke so that's kind of what we're doing that's where we're at so grab a glass of eggnog or hot chocolate or whatever and and join me for this retelling of the story of the birth of Jesus Christ there was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth of the lineage of Aaron they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. Zacharias' job as priest was to enter into the temple of the Lord and burn the ceremonial incense for the multitude that prayed outside the temple. One day, during Zacharias' duties, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Zacharias was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell over him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, because your prayers have been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and he will drink no wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and power of the prophet Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just 
to prepare a people for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, How can I be sure of this? For I am old, and my wife as well. The angel answered, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God. I was sent to speak to you and to bring to you this good news. Behold, because you didn't believe my words, your tongue will be mute, and you will be unable to speak until the day that all these things happen, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. As the people were waiting outside for Zacharias, they wondered why he was delayed inside the temple. When he came out and could not speak to them, they understood that he had seen a vision in the temple. He continued making signs to them and remained mute. After these days, Elizabeth, his wife, conceived, and she praised the Lord. Now in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee, also named Nazareth, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph, of David's lineage, and the virgin was named Mary. Upon meeting Mary, the angel said to her, Rejoice, you highly favored one, the Lord is with you, blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was greatly troubled at his words, confused as to what his greeting meant. The angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and will call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. There will be no end to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, seeing as I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will envelop you. Therefore also the Holy One who is born from you will be called the Son of God. Behold, Elizabeth, your relative, also has conceived a son, even yet in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing spoken by God is impossible. Mary said, Behold, the servant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. The angel departed from her. Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She called out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the voice of your greeting came into my ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of the things which have been spoken to her from the Lord. Mary stayed with her relative Elizabeth for three months, and then returned to her own house. And then the time of Elizabeth's pregnancy was fulfilled, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had magnified his mercy towards her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called his name Zacharias after the name of his father. Though his mother answered, Not so, he shall be called John. They said to her, This is not our custom. There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. They made signals to the father, Zacharias, as to what he would name the child. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name shall be John. They all marveled, and Zacharias' mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Fear came on all who lived around them, and all these sayings were talked about throughout all the hill country of Judea.
All who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What will this child be? The hand of the Lord was with him. His father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. And lo, Mary was found to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, after finding out she was with child, being a righteous man and not wanting to shame her publicly, had intended to call off the wedding quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She shall give birth to a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who shall save his people from their sins. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be counted as a census. All went to count themselves among the census, everyone to their home city. Even Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to David's city, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to enroll himself to be counted with Mary, who was pledged to be his wife. Because of the enrollment to be counted in the census, the cities were full of travelers, while they were there, the day had come for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a feeding trough, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in the same country, staying in the field and keeping watch by night over their flock. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be to all the people. For there is born to you today in David's city a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This is the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth, lying in a feeding trough. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. When the angels went away from them into the sky, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem now and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They went with haste and found both Mary and Joseph, and the baby was lying in the feeding trough. When they saw it, they publicized widely, saying the things which were spoken to them by the angels. All who heard it wondered at the things which were spoken by the shepherds. But Mary held all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, just as it was told them. When eight days were fulfilled for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born King of the Jews? For we saw his star in the sky, and have followed it to come worship him. When King Herod heard this news, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all of his chief priests and scribes, he asked them where the Christ would be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written in a prophecy, You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are in no way least among the princes of Judah. For out of you shall come a governor, who shall shepherd my people Israel. 
Then Herod called the wise men and learned from them exactly what time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, search diligently for the young child. When you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also come and worship him. They, having heard the king, went their way, and behold, the star which they saw in the east went before them, until it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. They came into the house and saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Being warned in a dream that they shouldn't return to King Herod, they went back to their own country another way in secret. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and sent out his guards with orders to kill all the male children in Bethlehem and the surrounding countryside, any male child from two years old and under, according to the exact time which he had learned from the wise men. Then some time later, when Herod was dead, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. He arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in the place of his father, Herod, he was afraid to go there, and he withdrew into the region of Galilee, and came and lived in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. And that's the story of baby Jesus, the <laughs> story of Jesus' birth. Of course, there was John the Baptist in the beginning who preceded him. He was the first miracle child uh, of the family. And as we know, he ended up becoming kind of like the right-hand man to, to Jesus during his ministry. And then we've we've got, you know, just uh, the whole the whole stuff at the end was a kind of a minor bit. And then the uh, the angel, the army of angels appearing in the sky and telling the shepherds to go, you know, find and worship the boy. And then the wise men from the east uh, seeing the star and coming and ac accidentally uh, revealing to King Herod that, that the king of the Jews was born, which really pissed off King Herod because he was the king of the Jews. He didn't he didn't want to give it up yet and, and went out and killed all the young children, uh, which was nuts but uh, i guess that's what you gotta do to create to to protect your throne but anyway so that's that's kind of like the real story of, of jesus's birth uh, as it were and all that happens therein and i think that's about it for us it's a, it's a real short episode today i thought it would take me longer to read through that but uh you know what it's the holidays no reason to for you to waste time listening to me and no reason for me to waste time talking on the microphone when there's when there's good food to be had and friendships to enjoy and drinks to be drank and all that fun stuff so i hope that you get all the presents that you wanted and get all the love and hugs and everything that that are coming your way and if you don't celebrate it have an amazing december 25th uh, eating chinese food and going to the movie theater whatever it is your tradition um anyway merry christmas happy holidays and we'll see you next week cheers <laughs>